Greetings, greetings. Yes, this is Pauline, also known as Sister Fabu. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 10 of my podcast, Through My Looking Glass. As you know, my podcast is dedicated to victims and survivors. I am a survivor, African-American, born in Jamaica, but I grew up in New York. I will tell you I'm safe. And I'm in a good place. I've taken control of my life. And I will not allow my past abusers or anyone else to control me. If you ask me how I'm doing. My head is above water right now. And I'm, I'm catching my breath. That's me. I want to ask you how you're doing in this moment. I hope you're safe and in a good place. Today, I'm going to talk about self-discipline. But before I start, I I want to get back on track, you know, um, before my son passed. I used to basically talk about um, the statistics of overdose and stuff. And I have not been talking about that too much. But So I'm going to get back on that. You know, I'm still, I'm still trying to process my son passing. But I know this is information that is very important to a lot of people. Um, the CDC has um, estimated 100,306 drug overdose deaths in the United States during 12 months period ending in April 2021. That's an increase of 28.5% from the 78,056 deaths during the same period the year before. That's a lot. A lot of our brothers and sisters that, you know, as it goes on, that was here last week, that's not here this week. Okay. And the data document that estimated overdose death from opioids increase to 75,673 in the 12 month period ending in April, 2021. From 56,064 the year before. And overdose death from synthetic. Oh boy. Synthetic opioids. Um, This is hard because it's just. You know, when I started this podcast, I said I'm going to dedicate it to victims and survivors because I am a survivor. I'm a survivor of domestic violence. But it's just hard every day what I hear. And I mean, I know there's a lot of our brothers and sisters dying from overdose. Some of them not in the fault of their own, you know, um, because it is it is a illness. So, cocaine death, 
have also increased. No, it's, it's, it's just prescription have also increased. And when it comes to domestic violence, when it comes to people being killed with guns, it's increasing every day. Every second. I mean, we live in the United States. We see what's happening every day. People are being gunned down. People are being killed, no fault of their own. But we also have a lot of people that's trapped at home with an abuser, and I used to be one of those. Many of people didn't didn't make it out. I was a lucky one. Because there was a couple of times I thought I wasn't going to make it out. Didn't know I would be here. Didn't know I would survive. There's also a lot of children that's being abused. You know? It's hard. It's really hard. It's hard for a lot of us who know a lot of our brothers and sisters that pass, you know, whether it be gun violence, drugs, or illness. Because a lot of people die from severe illness. You know, they're victims too, but of different kind so let's um, give thanks for all the people we know that have passed for the time give thanks for the time that we knew them the time we had with them not for their passing but for the time that we had with them to love them And for all the ones that's struggling right now, let's try to support them. Pray for them. Give them strength. But today I want to talk about self-discipline. And um, that kind of carry over to the same thing. Because I know for myself, living in a domestic violence environment, There's a lot of things that I had to put in place to make sure that I survive every day or wake up every day. So, what does self-discipline mean to victims and survivors? It means, first of all, we have to set goals. And one of those goals should be to remove temptation. So if you are a user and you know you should not drink or use drugs, we have to set a goal that say, okay, I'm going to stay away from the people who use and the places where those things are. 
And I know for those who drink, it's hard because there's a liquor store in every corner. And for people who use drugs, there's a drug dealer everywhere. Okay. And this might be silly, but, you know, I would encourage you not to take open drinks from certain people. It's funny because you don't know what people are going to give you in a drink. You know, you think they're giving you water, they put something else there. And you trust that person. So I always tell my kids that. Be careful. Don't take open drinks from people. You know. Make sure you know what you are drinking. And don't get to the point where you're so drunk that you take something and then you don't know what it is. Because your first goal should be to stay away from drinks or drugs. And if you're in a domestic violence environment, make a plan to escape from your abuser. One of the things that is very important is that you open a bank account in your name. And put a little money, you might not have much, but put a little money in it little by little. And the good thing now is that you don't have to get a bank statement sent to your house. So no one has to know that you have a bank account. Okay? And practice daily or weekly diligence. There's things that you do, you know, at least on a weekly base or a daily base. Okay? And someone close to me always send me that, and I think it's so important. And some of the things would be if you are a recovering addict and you need a blocker, make sure you use your blocker every morning before you wake up. That's very important. Make sure you use that. Make sure you take that. Be mindful if you live in an abusive home. Be mindful of your abuser's habits. Know your abuser's habits. It's very important. What sets him or her off? And sometimes I tell you something. Sometimes it, it doesn't matter what. It's just anything. But there's little things that's very common. Just be mindful of those things. You might want to work out to improve your health. Some people like to go to the gym and that, that helps them focus. And if that's important, do that. Eat a healthy breakfast. If that keeps you going in a positive way. Eat a healthy breakfast. And if you have children, set aside one hour a day for your child to do what he or she, he or she wants you to do. Not what you want, but what I try to want. Because that hour is so important. No? You can go as far as far as saying making a date for you with your child once a month to take him or her out on a special to do something that they want to do. That's also important. And if you have a partner, set an hour or two aside 
weekly dedicated to you, both of you. Okay? And please make sure it's a positive one for both of you. Okay? Remember, always, then we have to remember why we started this. Is it to stay clean? Is it to be clean? Because you might be already clean and you need to do this to stay clean. You might not be clean and you want to be clean, so you want to start this. Have these things. And there's so much things that you can do. Depends on you yourself. What is important to you? I'm just talking about some things. Take a walk. You know, walk is good too. You know, start a garden. Okay. So why did you do these things? Is it to stay clean? Okay, is it to be clean? Is it to be a better you? And it can be all three. There could be other reasons. And now that you have accomplished these things, what is the result? What is working for you? What is not working for you? What do you need to change? And we all have to look every day to see what's working for us and what we need to change. Okay? Some things we need to stop doing and some things we need to do more. Right now, I would love to go fishing, but it just feels weird going fishing without my son. But um, I have to get to that point. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Okay? I'm working on that. But that's a goal for me. So, in working on yourself, the big thing is, what is the benefit of self-discipline? Self-discipline. When you do those things, your health is better because you are being careful about staying away from negative things and people. So if you're an abuser, if you are an, an, an addict or recovering, if you're staying away from being careful about staying away from negative people, that means you're definitely going to be healthier. If you're taking your blocker, you're definitely going to be healthier. You're taking the medicine that you need, definitely going to be healthier. Okay. If you know you abuse this habit so you can use it at your, as, your, as a benefit for yourself, that can be positive too. The risk of you becoming a victim has now decreased. Because if you're staying healthier, if you're being careful about who you're around, so the risk of you becoming an addict again has decreased. The point or the chances of you getting slapped across your face have decreased if you're living with an abuser. So that means your anxiety level is down. 
And if your anxiety level is down, you can now begin to do things you have always wanted to do. What are those things you want to do? You want to finally go out and be with people again. Feel free without having to look in behind you if somebody's watching you. You know, sitting down and enjoy dinner without after or feeling like, oh, I need to order a beer. I need to, to order some a drink. Feeling that, okay, if I get a juice or a water, I'm okay. I'll be okay. Because I've took my blocker today. So you now are becoming a better person. Okay. So that's one of the benefits. You can become a better person. You can also escape from your abuser. And if you had that bank account, now you don't have to worry that you have nothing to eat because you have saved some money that you can maybe get an apartment and food for yourself and if you have children. The one of the wonderful things about being a survivor is being able to talk to people or help people. So you can now help others. And the number one on my list always, you can now have control over you. There's so much I had to those lists. And you can continue to have whatever it you feel that is suited to you. You know? But um I'm just taking it day by day. So I am telling you, I'm asking you, if you're feeling really down. And you need to talk to someone from the National Suicide Prevention. There's a hotline. It's 1-800-273-8255. And if you speak Spanish or know somebody that speaks Spanish that you think might have the tendency of committing suicide and they might need someone to talk to, the number is 1-888-628-9454. That's for Spanish. And domestic violence, the wonderful thing about domestic violence, when I was going through it, they didn't have a text. But now they do. So you can text to L-O-V-E-I-S-22522. Okay, so text L-O-V-E-I-S to the number 22522. Or you can call one 800 799 7233. And the first thing they're going to say to you, are you safe? They're going to ask you if you're safe. So if you're not safe and you need to go into the closet or another room or somewhere to talk, they'll figure out the number and they'll text you back. National Child Abuse Hotline, 1-800-422-4453. National Sexual Abuse Hotline, 1-800-656-4673. Elderly Abuse Hotline, 1-800-677-1116 or 
363-4279. And please take care of these elders. They're the people that build us, that made us who we are today. You know, that was there to support us. And if you do have a family member or friend going through a tough time, support them. They need you more than you can imagine. I reached the end of this episode. I want to give you, I want to give you um, just a shout out, just to thank you for listening. And I hope that my podcast is making a difference. Okay. And I do want to say, we have to take care of us. If at any time, I feel that if at any time anybody around us that's making us feel um, negative about ourselves, that we need to say, okay, I can't do this right now and take control of ourselves. We can't let others control us. I'm asking, how are you doing in this moment? How are you? I hope you're safe and in a good place. If you ask me how I'm doing, I will tell you that right now I'm I'm calming my mind. Every day, day by day, I'm calming my mind. But I do want to ask you to please listen, share, subscribe, and feel your how are you. I hope you enjoyed self-discipline. I am Pauline, also known as Sister Fabu. Thank you for listening to another episode of Through My Looking Glass. Until next time, stay safe. Be good to yourself.